This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, July 29th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Hey, in there, Dylan. This is three straight days for us. I know. Are you sick of me yet? Yeah, that's about all I can hope for. Uh, I share the sentiment, but but we're doing well so far. We're doing well. Um, oh come on! You're, you're so thrilled Brad isn't here. Just admit it. Admit it over the air. We're giving good advice, if anything. Um, uh, Tuesday night, you're gonna give you your soapbox to gloat. Tuesday night, I, I would gloat, but I also made a few other questionable picks that didn't, didn't pan out. You know, the, the Hisashi Iwakuma pick didn't do as well as the Crispy Young pick did. That's true, but Crispy so, Young, oh boy. Yeah, he had a DFS day. He had a DFS day. So did most of the Yankees. That was impressive. True. For sure. Um, we're going to look at picks for Wednesday, though. Um, I'm going to start. We go by position. I'm going to start, though. I'm sure we're going to talk about this game. Jerome Williams goes to Toronto, which means a lot of good things for these Toronto bats. And sometimes we run into this. We're like, I expect the Phillies to allow a bunch of runs, but they're so right-handed. And my yes. guy would have been Jose Reyes, but he's, of course, out of town now. And we got another right-handed bat in Toronto. And I think they're all very capable. But position aside, off the bat, uh, right off the start, where are you thinking uh, out of the Blue Jays lineup here against Jerome Williams? I don't, say, I don't think I had a single Blue Jay against Jerome Williams. It's weird. Like, they should do well. I expect them to score runs, but it's hard to find the value ahead of time. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, I just, I don't know where the runs are going to come from. So, yeah. and you're going to pay full price, and you are going to pay full price. Yeah, but. so it's difficult. I don't know. I, I, I thought we would get that out of the way early. Like, if you said, "Oh, I'm going to take uh, Devin Travis," I wouldn't call you crazy. Or if you wanted Russell Martin or Josh Donaldson, I think they all have a good chance. I just don't see the value. You know, they're, they're just so unbelievably right. I mean, the lefties you're looking at, you know, you've got Deanna Navarro is a switch hitter. J- Justin Smoke, Justin who's Smoke. A switch hitter. Ryan yeah. Goins is a lefty. And Ezekiel Pereira, who's a lefty. I mean, you don't want any of them. Yeah. You don't, yeah. I don't. And I, I, I'm i sure they're fine against right handed pitching. You know, your Josh Donaldson's and E5s are fine against right handed pitching. But I just, I, I don't, I, I didn't have any matchups that really stuck out to me in this, in this game, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get that one out of the way first. Well, I mean, we might talk about it more, but I, you're not crazy for taking any of them. I just, it's hard to put your finger on it. Let's start the more natural way now. We start a catcher. I'm going to go through these positions. I mean, Russell Martin would be fine. Who else do you like at backstop? Uh, at catcher, I had one, I, I, I did have three names at catcher, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, I started with Brian McCann. Okay. Yes, I had him. Okay. He's getting Colby Lewis. He does have an advantage. He does well enough against righties to to be worthy of your attention in, in DFS against mm-hmm. Colby Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just saw what <laughs> the Yankees did in Texas on yeah. Tuesday night. So and To your guy, Martin Perez. Yeah, I know. Kudos to us for not picking him in the streams. Yeah, basically. That would have gone badly. That would have um, been so bad. I like McCann. He got the day off on Tuesday. He should be rested. He was just resting. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, I could see them working on that bullpen again. Uh, who else do you like behind the plate? Uh, for the third straight day, I've got AJ Przinsky. Yeah, you're in. You're buying in. Not really. Just I, I again. He's a lefty. He's got a mediocre righty. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually had a really good month so far. His, his OPS is over 800 for the month. Believe yeah. it or not, he's on fine. Uh, you like him against Chris Tillman? You're down on Chris Tillman. I I was never really up on Chris Tillman. Yeah. He's a, he's kind of a guy. 
I want to talk about him later, but I'm okay with that matchup also. Uh, who's your third catcher? Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's been just fine. No and he gets, Eddie, he gets Eddie Butler. Yeah. Eddie Butler is probably not a major league starting pitcher. He's a, he's a guy. He, again, just nothing a, special. A little bit better out of Colorado, but still not exciting by any means. I had one guy you didn't. I like Matt Wieters against Mike Fultonevich. Um, Wieters, it tends to do better against lefties, but in Fultonevich's career, he's allowed a 990 OPS to left-handed batters. And Wieters is a switch hitter. That's a lot. And his career is relatively short. Um, and a lot of that came last year, but he hasn't been much better. His OPS against lefties still above 900 this year. I see Mike Fultonevich. He has promise, but he's running the trouble uh, when he doesn't have the platoon advantage. So that can mean big things for Matt Wieters, who is bad against lefties, but certainly not bad against righties. Okay. Um, first base, Matt. Where are you going? Hey, Dylan, before we move on, can, yes. I, can I tell a joke? Yes. Okay, Dylan, if, if A.J. Pruszynski used AOL, what, what name would he use? What name would he use, Matt? A.J. Prescreen name. A.J. AJ Pierce screen. Am I too daft for this? AJ Pierce. Sorry, it's not AJ my joke. AJ Pierce screen name. Pierzinski. Is it just like a, a pun joke, kind of? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Did it's you come up with that now? No, it's not my joke. No. Okay. Good. You, if it is, you should lie and say it's not your joke. <laughs> no, I'm really not lying. It is not my it's, joke. Okay. Um. All right. First base. Uh, I gotta. I gotta assume you're starting uh, Anthony Rizzo against Eddie Butler. Absolutely, yeah. He was he's on my list. Alright, cool. If you like Kyle yeah. like Schwarber, you, you kinda have to like Anthony Rizzo. There's no explanation needed there. Um I had Brandon Belt against Mike Fires. I know you like Mike Fires, he has strikeout ability, but he doesn't get a lot of people out. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, problem is starting yeah. So he's not terrible, but Brandon Belt could do just fine against him. The Giants should do okay. Actually, um, I, I like the other side of that a bit better. I like Adam Lind against Jake, the Bulldog, Jake Peavy. I don't have a problem with that at all. Those are those are both good. They're they're good matchups there uh, in San Francisco. Just not a great park, but they should do fine. Um, the same reason I like Matt Wieters, I like Chris Davis against Mike Fultonevich. Again, if you're gonna hit him real hard, uh, and Fultonevich just struggles with lefties, go nuts there. Um, I wrote Justin Smoke again, left-hander against Jerome Williams in that lineup that should do well, but switch hitter, Cheap. but. And it'll be cheap, but we've said before, we don't really like to punt at first base. You could do it. You can certainly build a strong lineup that'll afford it, but not usually our plan. Um, and then I wrote Jose Abreu against Purcello. Unless it's, unless it's some, you know, you're, you're, you're Justin Boers in a tasty matchup or Ben Paulson in a tasty matchup. Yeah. Uh, the smoke's been okay, but Just, yeah. Justin Smoke in a tasty matchup, I could, you could make a case for. Yeah. So uh, I don't think you'd be crazy. I don't have a problem with that as much as I thought I did. Yeah. How about uh, Rick Porcello? Do you like that? Uh, Jose Abreu against Porcello? I guess. N- not excited about that either, apparently. I can't, I'm sorry. I, I refuse to buy in on this White Sox team. I, I just, I, I, I've i seen them you know, sleepwalk the other way through, let's see, April, May, June. And now we're here at the end of July, and they're starting to pick it up right before the trade deadline. You're, they're, they're trying to figure out their future, remember? Yeah. <sighs> They look good. Their, their, their future is getting fired. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, fired yeah. man. That, that's the future I want for the whites. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry uh, I understand. Uh, any first baseman you have that I missed? Freddie Freeman? Sure. I'm fine with that that's against Chris Tillman. Yeah. Okay. Is that about it? 
Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Plenty of first baseman. How about second base? Where are you going? Honestly, the rest of the infield I struggled with. I'm not going to lie to you. Tough day or, for you? Was, yeah, at second base, you know, I, I went obvious. You know, Jason Kipnis has a decent matchup and Jeremy Guthrie. Mm-hmm. You're fine. You're going to pay through the nose for it. You, you, but it's a good matchup, though. You would have to use Justin Smoke if you're going to toss in Jason Kipnis. Or Justin Kipnis. But Jason Kipnis. Jason what? Kipnis, yes. Uh, against Guthrie. Yeah, that, uh, that would be a good one, though. I could see trying to do it, for sure. Yeah, I, and I kind of like Colton Wong against Anthony, Anthony Descalfani. does have the platoon advantage. Yep. And Descalfani struggles against lefties. Yeah, I could see that. I like that. How about uh, D. Gordon's back? He gets Doug Fister. I didn't write it down, but you could make a case for it. Doug Fister, he's got the weird reverse platoon split thing going, though. He's also just been bad this year. Yeah. He's not been very good, uh, and he won't strike out D. Gordon. D. Gordon should do okay. Um, Brian Dozier gets Francisco Liriano. He likes it lefties, but Francisco Liriano's pretty good, so I wouldn't mm. bank on that. No. Uh, I, Joe I, Panic. I, Joe Panic against Mike Fires. I had Joe Panic against Mike Fires, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Not exciting, but it's fine. Um, I wrote down Daniel Murphy against Tyson Ross. And Daniel Murphy's been bad, and Tyson Ross has been better than you think. Um, but I always gotta write it because anybody that can run, can run on Tyson Ross. You and I can almost steal a base off Tyson Ross. I'm going to put me more. Yeah, but no, probably not was, me either. No, it's actually bad. really hard to do. 90 feet's a long way. But uh, Yeah, I'd be, t- I'd be tired by the, by the time I got there. My point is made. Uh, Daniel Murphy hasn't run a lot, but I feel like the Mets got to run on Tyson Ross. So I could see some sneaky value in anybody on the Mets that you think might run, and that includes Daniel Murphy. Um, but I don't love it. He's been not very good. I would go... Uh, Panic or Gordon or Wong first, um, probably. How about third base, where you could also play Daniel Murphy, but you probably wouldn't prefer to. Um, Again, thir- third base was tough for me. I, I, I really struggled to find a guy with a platoon advantage. I struggled to find a guy with a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I, I wrote down two names, and I'm not sure one of them qualifies at third. He might. Okay. I've got Matt Carpenter against Descalfani, because again, sure. you know, Why not? Advantage. Descalfani struggles against left-handed bats. And Carpenter does damage against right-handed pitchers, so they kind of match up. If the name I had was A-Rod. Why not? Absolutely. He's pretty productive. He, he so, might hit 30 home runs. He's probably... He's, isn't he 23 already? Uh, he has plenty. He's... Yeah, he's a real bona fide power bat. Should be in all formats. Yeah, I like A-Rod going to Texas. He'll do fine. Um, do you like Nolan Arenado against John Lester? It's in Wrigley. Really, no, uh, I like Arenado in Colorado against right-handed pitching, not against lefties. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Chris Bryant against Eddie Butler. It's not the platoon advantage, but it should be okay. Well, I'm sure he'd be fine, but I'd, I'd kind of rather go with Carpenter or A-Rod. Yeah, I like those. And then I have Trevor Plouffe against Liriano, but again, Liriano's pretty good. So. Yeah, I, I stayed away from that Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh game and... Yeah, I picked a single twin. Yeah. Okay. How about shortstop? Any better luck at shortstop? A little bit. Okay. I, I worked on Johnny Peralta just because. Okay. You know, yeah. Why not? I, he gets Dace Lafani. It's, it's the, the obligatory Jahani Peralta mention. Jahani Peralta, absolutely. Uh, I had Brandon Crawford against Mike Mike Fires, and yes, I, I had and that. I wrote this one down. I don't like it as much as I did when I first came across, but Xander Bogarts against the White Sox. And yeah. Jose Quintana. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, he's been awesome. He's dude. been awesome against lefties. And, but he's been not bad against righties. Awesome. Yeah. 
He's I, no, I'm I'm in on Xander. He's straightening it out quietly. He's not in a ton of homers, so people aren't noticing, but he's straightening it out. Yeah, I think he really is. Yeah. So him against lefties. The other name I had, if he's a shortstop, is Hanley. Is uh, gets Quintana. If he's an outfielder, I like that too. But if he's an outfield or a shortstop in your format, that mm-hmm. is a, a good place for that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. How about outfielders? You find some more bats in the outfield at least. If you can't find outfield options, you just simply you should simply quit pay, playing DFS. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of I like to pick it last. You know, pick first base and outfield last because there's so many options to fit your budget. Is is it wrong that I, I kind of like the St. Louis stack against my guy? Anthony Desclafani? No, not at all. We've already named some more, and that outfield can hit. You know, they yeah. prefer lefties, but they can certainly hit righties. Uh, Randall Grichuk, Jason Hayward, uh, Matt Holliday, and Stephen Piscotti, yeah. outfield or first base, uh, depending on your format. But mm-hmm. they can all hit. Again, they prefer lefties, but they can all hit. I'm not really worried about them. They can handle Desclafani. I feel like. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I had Indians guys to start. Uh, Michael Brantley and Brandon Moss get Jeremy Guthrie. Ger- Jeremy Guthrie's worth picking on with left-handed bats, I feel like. I think so, too. Yeah. That was my next stack I wanted to mention. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're, they're good. Not David Murphy, he just got traded. But, uh, like, Brantley and Moss, for sure. Mm. Um, the other one that sticks out to me, I like Patrick Corbin in Seattle, but he's got to look out for Nelson Cruz. And so that's my bat there from the Mariners. I could see Nelson Cruz doing bad things to Patrick Corbin. But, um... But yeah, if you can afford it, that's a good pick. Do you like some of these Brewers guys against PV? Uh, Carlos Gomez and Ryan Braun. It would be righty yes. on righty. But uh, I don't. I think Braun is not feeling. Well. I don't think he's in the deal. His, but he's his not back. Feeling. He's day to day. You'll have to make sure that he's in. His back feels funky. But the back is important. Yes, but he, he thinks he'll be fine. So yeah, don't pick him blindly. Make sure he gets in there. But as yeah. long as he gets in there, that is a uh, an okay pick. Again, there's not the platoon advantage, but. I could still see him doing damage against PV. You're not believing in him. Milky Cabrera's hot. He has a bunch of extra base hits in a or extra, sorry, uh, multiple hit games in a row is what he's been doing. Uh, probably some extra base hits in there also. All uh, right. I you're mean, still not buying, right? I, I don't think I can. Okay, that's fine. I'm I, I am interested in him against Porky in Boston. Okay. I not a must grab, but he's hot and he has talent. He's not quite over the hill. So if you wanted to go milky, you wouldn't be crazy. In terms of Mets guys who might run, uh, Curtis Granderson is still hitting, still producing at the top of the Mets lineup. He doesn't run as much as he used to, but I think he can steal a base on one of the guys in the game who is worst at holding runners. Uh, maybe keep an eye out and see who's catching for the Padres. might make a difference, but Tyson Ross can't hold anybody. So consider yeah. uh, Granderson there, who's also just a decent player. He's by no means speed only. And then uh, Brett Gardner. Like, I'm writing that down. I kind of like Granderson. Like Granderson. Yeah, I think, again, if he gets on, there's no reason he can't run. Everybody can steal on Tyson Ross, um, mm. who's not a bad pitcher, but I can see that. And then uh, Brett Gardner against Colby Lewis. Just picked one of the best Yankees hitters in on that stack. Yeah, any other outfielders? That, that was plenty. There's a lot of stacks to pick from. There are a lot of stacks to pick from. Uh, let's see. I just want to make sure we didn't skip anybody. How do you feel about, about, about the Cubs outfielders against uh, Eddie Butler? They're okay. Chris Coughlin hit a yeah, pinch yeah. hit home run on Tuesday. Like, he likes to hit righties. He's not exciting, but he's very capable. He, uh, not only does he like to hit homers, he likes to steal bases against righties. Yeah. he He's capable. He would be an okay cheap option against... Yeah. Again, the thing with picking against the Rockies like is Eddie Butler probably won't go deep, and then that Rockies bullpen is so bad. 
So yeah. if they can get in there, uh, that's that's a good matchup. I, li- I like Cubs there. Chris I Conklin like, could be. I, 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 I like the Granderson plan. I like the Coghlan plan. I'm happy I asked you about it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's not bad. And, and Those the, would be cheap options so that you can go with Kipnis or somebody. Rubbing, I'm currently rubbing my chin in approval. All right, there you go. Um, all right, how about pitchers, though? Where are you going to go uh, with pitchers, then? Okay. Um, now, there's probably going to be a morning game and an afternoon game in most formats. If I'm in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm looking right at, I'm starting. I'm building a team around Chris Archer. Okay, yes. And I would, probably not, pair right? Fran- I would probably pair him with Francisco Liriano. So Chris Archer gets the Tigers, the... Yeah. Miggy list tigers, yep. and uh, but he's been so good, and he's opposite Ger- Justin Verlander, who's been so bad. Yep. So maybe some run support. Um, the tigers are good, but not as good as you'd think. They're ready- they're going into sell mode potentially. I could see that for sure. And they put a bunch <laughs> of runs up on Tuesday. I might be mistaken. Haven't they fallen behind the White Sox in the standings? Uh, you would know better than I would, but they're they're giving up pretty quick. They're about done. Um, I like Chris Archer, and you like Liriano against the Twins. The Twins are better than you think against lefties, but still, yeah, they're good. they're like middle of the road. You know, they're, I think league average against you know a 700 OPS for a major league baseball team is average against lefties. I think they're just under it. So. Yeah, they're like, most people think they're bad at hitting, but they can hit lefties. But I wouldn't avoid it. Francisco Liriano is pretty good. Okay, I like Patrick Corbin in Seattle. Like I said. He's got to avoid Nelson Cruz, but otherwise I think that's a good matchup for him. We've said he's pretty underrated. He needs to be picked up, and the Mariners aren't great against lefties. That's why it's not a Brad Miller day. We'll even mention him when we're not using him. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you don't want him um, because he can't hit lefties. Patrick Corbin could do fine. Okay, just Dylan, I I have a few thoughts on Francisco Liriano, if you don't mind. Yes, back to Francisco. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I just, we kind of glossed over it, and I wanted to make sure we cover this properly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, he's been, he's been much better on the road than he has been at home. Okay. He's in fact road. He's been much much better during the day, like most pitchers are, than he mm-hmm. has been than he has been at night. Yeah. So, so this is a road start. Yes. During the day. So you're in against the Twins. In yeah, I I I really like even against the Twins, I like it. And he think he doesn't really have a platoon split. You know, righties don't really take advantage of him. No, he can get everybody out. I think he'll be fine. He has to look out for Brian Dozier and Trevor Plouffe. And Miguel Sano, I suppose. He could, if he makes a mistake, Miguel Sano might punish him. But he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Oh, I like Liriano. He's gotten real good. I know you like Felix against Arizona, if you can afford it. We, like you said, they're not as good against righties. Yeah, if you go with Justin Smoke and Chris Coughlin, Coughlin and uh, Granderson, maybe you can afford Felix like that. So Chris Tillman, I know you're down on. He's allowed five earned runs in his past five starts. He's on a hot stretch. If you buy the hot stretch, I mean, best case scenario, I'm hoping he gets as good as he was last year, which was still pretty good, but not amazing. No, but, he still has an ERA over four and a half. Um, that's on the year though. I mean, you don't. I think five earned runs in his past five starts. He's been good. Okay. Um, well, before that, he gave up six runs in one and a third innings to uh, t- Toronto. Yeah, that was yeah. back in June. I also like. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Atlanta. Let's see. I just his last two: Tampa Bay, Detroit, Chicago, and he struggled against the White Sox. I'm just not worried about Atlanta. They don't hit home runs. I mean, a little more concerning now that Freddie Freeman's back, but not really. Uh, I think Mr. A.J. Pruszynski has something he'd like to say to you, Don. I suppose. If you're worried about A.J. Pruszynski, stay away from Chris Tillman. If you're not so worried about it, I think you could do okay. I, I, I just think it's worth noting that he's been he's been better, um, right. but not amazing. 
I wrote, you know, guys might run on Tyson Ross, and you can get some stolen bases there, but I also think he'll do well against the Mets. He's been a better pitcher in the second half, too, than people think. So uh, Tyson Ross has my attention. Not a must-pick. And again, he might allow some stolen bases, but I could also see him shutting the Mets down quite a bit. Do you like Tyson Ross at all? I guess. You know, yeah. it, it... Not exciting. No. Yeah. Okay, how about uh, Doug Fister at the Marlins? No, also not... No strikeouts, and he's been bad, is the problem. Yeah, he's been really... Does he strike anybody out? Not really. Just the Marlins are bad, so... No, he hasn't strike out nearly enough... He's had 38 strikeouts in 74 innings this year. It's it's, You you can't use it in DFS. If he's going to not get strikeouts, he has to be really good, which he was for a while, but he's not anymore. So, I mean, it's a good matchup, but... Yeah, I can't be excited about it. Um, I like Tillman more than that, and Tyson Ross to get strikeouts. I know you... Kind of like some Washington guys, but Tom Kohler against the Nationals. Pretty I, okay, I, he's at I, home. I, I like that a lot better than I, I like Doug, Doug Pister. Yeah, Zimmerman's back and Worth is back, but I don't know. Tom Kohler could be okay. He's just he's Tom Kohler. We've talked he's about a, him. It's Tom Kohler at home. He's yeah. fine. If there's a two more upside guys, I like Garrett Richards gets the Astros. And there's upside okay. there for I sure because um, he's right-handed and the Astros whiff so much. Uh, I could see that. And then I like John Lackey against the Reds. John Lackey is safe. The Reds are safely bad, other than the red-hot Joey Votto has been amazing. If you want Joey Votto against Lackey, that's fine. Uh, he's insanely on fire right now, so uh, I could see that. <laughs> Have you seen the stats? He's, like, batting. He's on basing over 500 over his last, like, 50 advances. I'm aware of what he's doing. Yeah, he's been nuts. Insanely um, on fire is He's been good. He's been cute. good. But I, other than that, I like John Lackey, though. Uh, against the Reds. Any other pitchers that sing out to you? He's not in San Fire. Ah, he's, he's fine. John Lackey's very fine. Any other pitchers for you? Well, my early slate, I, I, I'm 90% sure I'm, I'm going to roll with, uh, Archer and Liriano. Yeah. In, in the, in the, early, in the early slate. In the evening, if I were to put together a team, I'd, I'd be awfully tempted to try to build something around Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. I, I, I realize it sounds like a total cop out, but I would I would be really tempted to roll with say Kershaw and Kohler. That's not like just, you said. You I, love your ace and your not ace, and Kershaw has a good matchup. You I, know? I, just, I, I I love having both of those guys at home. Yeah, well, and again, the A's don't really hit lefties, so hmm. um, so I'm fine with that. Absolutely, if you can find it for Kershaw instead of Felix, that's a okay. Uh, it's a day to pick Kershaw. It's a day to try and find the money for it if you can. Okay. I think so, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. All right, let's look at... Uh, we got a few Field of Streams picks to make for Thursday and Friday. Also, okay. got to get ahead of the game there. Um, so looking ahead to Thursday, I had four names written down. You had four names? I had four names that I that I thought were worth mentioning, not that I think are great All or right. anything. Let's, let's hear these four names, please. Okay. Marco Estrada gets the Royals. Good pitcher, bad matchup, can't take him, but I think more people need to pick up Marco Estrada. All Jeff right. Locke gets the Reds. <sighs> Jeff Locke gets the Reds. Uh, the Reds are bad. I guess look out for Todd Frazier. I don't know. It's not good. It's a tough day. Let me get that out there. There, it's a tough day. Jimmy Nelson gets the Cubs. And that is almost my Field of Streams cop-out right there. I think it's relatively safe. They whiff, but there's also some danger. I don't love it. I, I'm not in love with it, but I could see it being an acceptable pick. Um, okay. The interesting pick is Chris Bassett gets the Indians. And Chris Bassett has now made four starts since the end of June. He's come up, he's filled in the rotation, and he's allowed seven earned runs in those four starts since June 30th. 
Um, not a lot of strikeouts, but only two walks in those four starts too. So good control numbers. Uh, looks like thir- 13 to two strikeouts to walks and a couple quality starts in there. He's been very okay. And he's a guy with a pedigree. Um, not really? a top pedigree, but yeah, like they, he's okay. But From the White Sox farm system is a pedigree. They traded for him. They like, wanted him. You know, was, you know, he gets Cleveland, who can hit. I don't love that either. That's the sexy pick. That's the interesting pick. I'm gonna go safe with Jimmy Wait, Nelson. What? I mean, of the day, do you think see anything more interesting on Thursday? Um, no, but yeah, I, that's I, the I'm, problem. I'm gonna roll with Jeff Locke. Okay, you're going Jeff Locke. I'm going Jimmy Nelson, but I want to give Chris Bassett his uh his high five for being on a on a little bit of a streak. Not amazing, but I guarantee most of the people listening did not realize that. So pay attention in your deep leagues to Chris Bassett, and you know one more good start, and you might get some more attention. Mm. Um, Friday, what are you thinking? There's a little more options on Friday. Oh, it's a, it's a Buck Farmer day. It's, oh boy, yeah, I'm sure you're really tempted. No. Yeah. Um, let's see, names I'm interested in. We've got our guy Kendall Graveman against Cleveland. Don't love it for him. Don't hate it for him. It's He's cooled off a lot. He has. He has. But, yeah, and I, I guess some of the lefty bats might give him a hard time in Cleveland. Yeah, he and has allowed 14 runs in his past three starts. That's, so a lot of, that's a lot of runs. I need to see him turn things back around again. This could be a great it. day for Ruby Dale Rosa against Houston. Yes, I could see that, too. I have that written down. That's kind of high ceiling. I'm very high ceiling. Very, I don't know. We say high. I think we'd say low floor, wouldn't we? <laughs> no, he has a high ceiling and a low floor. Is what you would say. Yeah. It's a big house. Ruby De La Rosa is living in a big house on Friday. Uh, right. Could go a lot of ways there. Uh, could be really good. Could be really bad. But I agree. But there's some uh-huh. uh, there's some attention there. Other names that kind of intrigue me. We got our guy Tommy Bones Malone versus Seattle. I have not really cared that much about him since he left the oh. A's. He's okay. He doesn't strike anyone out, and there's no real strong, you know, definable splits like when he was on fire at home for Oakland. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, who are you thinking? You know, it's an Erasmo day, but is it, he's got to be over fifty percent by now, right? He's not. Somehow he's not. People are sleeping on Erasmo. You know, I, if, if people are still sleeping on Erasmo, I've, I've got to roll with Erasmo. You do. Yeah, he goes to Boston. Not a great matchup, but he's capable. He's been so good. You he gotta really go to Rasmus. Uh, he is eligible for the contest. People are, he's in Tampa Bay. People don't pay attention. Uh, Erasmo Ramirez is still good. And Boston has been disappointing enough that I'm not super scared of that matchup. So. They've, they've been hurt. Well, thing, and the, you know, the White Sox, you know, the one thing they can do is throw the ball a little bit. And yeah, yeah they, they, the Red Sox is not, you know, have not looked good. Yeah. In the series. Uh, Erasmo allowed five runs this last time out. Broke his awesome streak. But I need to see two bad starts in a row before I'm totally scared off. Because his streak was he, awesome. The thing with him, he, he he's, he's not walking anybody. Yeah. And I want to say most of those runs came on a grand slam. I didn't watch the game, but I think that's what happened. So one bad... Yeah. He's one bad pitch from having a real good game. So... Well, he didn't freak anyone out, but even, even still, it's not like he got, you know, it's not like he, he you know, his control betrayed him or anything. Yeah, just, so just, no yeah. walks, three strikeouts. He'll be, yeah. I like him in Boston. Um, I'm going to take him, or Taylor Youngman has sneaky been awesome. He gets the Cubs. He has a 2-1-4 ERA, a 105 whip, and 46 strikeouts in 59 innings. So he's not lighting the world on fire, but that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs have been cold. I mean, his minor league numbers are a lot less inspiring. I think he will regress. I think I'm going to go with Erasmo with you. 
Um, but I'm, I'm interested in young men. He needs to be picked up. He needs to be watched because if he stays this hot, there's no real excuse. So yeah. Um, keep an eye on him, but I'm, I'm joining you with Erasmo. I, I trust him a little bit more. Yeah. That should about do it for us. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nothing baseball related. No. Okay. What else you got? Uh, I, I am in fact selling my comic books to pay for my hot water heater. Nice. Congratulations. How'd you hook that up? It's so sad. How did you, how did you, was it a listener? It wasn't a listener. No, 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 it's on eBay. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. Did somebody buy them, or you just posted them? No, no, I've just posted them. I've started the process of selling. Um, Uh, At first, I was all, like, gung-ho about it, and I was, like, flipping through them, and now I I started, like, actually, like, taking pictures, and I'm like, oh, this is something that's going to happen. Oh, that's sad. I need need the hot water heater more than I need the comics. We need to pour one out for your comic books, and we need to pour one out for Joe Blanton, who got I released. To, I was just supposed to get to that. I did have something baseball related. Yeah, Joe Blanton got released. had his walking papers by Canton through, through no fault of his own whatsoever. Yes. No, just... He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be fine. Somebody will give him a job, given how good he's been. That's, yeah. Poor <laughs> Joe Blanton. He'll be back. We're on Joe Blanton watch. He'll be back. I'm running at that. You know, unless he takes another sabbatical and comes back even skinnier. Then, then we should be concerned. Um, all right, that should do it for us. I'm Dylan Higgins. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattDFP911. As usual, we love hearing from you guys. We get good feedback, and we appreciate it. So yeah, make sure to hit us up. Let us know what you think, and uh, hit us up with fantasy questions, too. like to throw our opinions around, obviously. Yeah, even um, when they're wrong. Yes, yes. Um, okay, that should do it for us. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com/fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.